What's better than this? Guys being dudes. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Man's League Podcast, where we talk all things Cleveland sports and then some. Follow us on Twitter at Man's League Pod. I'm Gabe Kovacs, joined alongside by my home slice, Ray Marsh. What's up, Ray? Yo, what's up, Gabe? It is a It's Steelers Week, baby. We are seeing an influx of Pittsburgh Steeler pajama pants alongside our Walmarts. I mean, it is just it is just white trash city here. We're seeing Ben Roethlisberger jerseys from 2005 that haven't been washed in eight months. There, I, I'm seeing a lot of that, Gabe. Here, I can't escape it. But that's what happens when the Browns are terrible for so long. But I think we have flipped the switch here. Woo! I'm feeling good. LFG. I'm feeling like Drizzy Drake flipped a switch, flip, flip. And um, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of uh, Steelers, uh, white trash Steelers fans out and about. They're riding around uh, parked in Circle K with the one kid bumper stickers peeing on the Browns helmet. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, wearing pajamas, pants. I can smell them from a mile away. And disclaimer. Disclaimer, they are not all white trash, just, you know, an easy 99% of Steeler fans. You know, just an easy 99%. Not all of them are white trash, though. I just want to add a disclaimer. Um, yeah, that's that's just for tax reasons oh. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, 99.7, we'll say. As a good, as a pretty accurate stat. I think our intern actually just came in with the stat. Um, so, yeah, um Exciting matchup. The rivalry's back. Um, I feel the tingleness in the air. Uh, it's the first. Rivalry is not back. I would confirm it is not back until That's this game here, Gabe. Very true. If the Browns win, I, yes. Then the rivalry. I can't say. It. I don't know why I can't say rivalry. That's a very hard word to say. There's too many R's. It is in that. a difficult word to say. Yeah. Anywho, so let's get to. Well, wait, wait. First, first, first. Cue the music. Yeah, the music is cued. You know what time it is, people. It is one of the hottest times of Man's League podcast. It's time for your score. Hot. Hey, let's get a game. So, my prediction hot take. I hate to say it, but um, Steelers, 34, Mm. Browns, 28. My Mm. hot take, Mm. Miles Garrett is the team captain. Mm. Many boos will commence. However, he used that as fuel. Miles gets five sacks and two strip sacks. Yeah. Gabe, if that happens, I don't see the Browns losing that game at all. But I have seen the Browns get more takeaways than that entire game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So nothing's going to be surprising. That is a pretty hot take. It is a hot take. Like, I um, I just think it's strictly because Sendejo is going to ruin the game for us. So that's, that's, 
That's why I think it will That's happen. What it What's what your it is, baby? What's your prediction, hot? Yeah, yeah. Woohoo! You guys better call the Orwell Fire Department because I'm coming in with the hot. Hey! All right, settle in. It's the game, the big one: the Browns versus Pittsburgh. I think the team, Cleveland Browns, take down the Pittsburgh Steelers, 28-14, and we reclaim the game. We 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 are now a staple. We are a force to reckon with. Five and one. The Cleveland Browns are back, baby! Woo! For my hot take, for my hot take, then you are going to have to call the Orwell Village Fire Department. Get Sesswires out there. Get them on the fire truck because the Scottish Hammer is going to have a fake punt and run a 65-yard touchdown and to, to give the Browns the lead late in the third quarter, baby. It's a fake tutty, and that's it. Book it. Bucket, B-O-O-K-I-T, Bucket, Seth Swires, get the fire trucks ready, because it's a hot take. Damn. <laughs> spicy, why is it so spicy? Why is it so why spicy? spicy? But, uh, man, I could definitely not see that happening, but stranger things have happened in 2020, you know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's an entertainment podcast, baby. Who do we got? Who's next? Uh, so we have... Our uh, one friend, aka Rudy Bandit, aka Death Shovel, our uh, resident Steelers fan, aka the Oracle. The Oracle. Why is it? Why do? Isn't that like the? That's his Oracle. Instagram name. Yep. I just AKA love how he has Jeremy Forsytha. He has three different handles for each of his socials. I like it. So. uh... Take it away, Death Shovel. Hello, Man's League. It's Death Shovel here with the hot take for the Browns versus Steelers game. This one goes out to all the kids that are about to be trick-or-treating. They get that starburst, and they open it up, and it's two yellow ones. But here's my prediction for the game. I'm going to start off and say it's going to be a butt-kicking by the Pittsburgh Steelers, baby. I'm saying 34-17, James Conner with two touchdowns, Mika Fitzpatrick one interception, and Mike Hilton one interception. Let's go! Disclaimer, Jeremy is a Steelers fan. Disclaimer, we love that Jeremy is a loyal Bands League podcast listener and contributes to the pod. Uh, Jeremy, thanks for sending that one in. Um, Don't know if there's going to be that many interceptions in the game. Uh, but there is, but if that does happen, I definitely do see Pittsburgh coming out on top from that game. How do you react from that? Um, I can only think of uh, two yellow starbursts being a terrible way to, you know, get candy. And uh, dot, would you say Dots is better than getting two yellow starbursts? No. No. <laughs> nothing at all. There's not, there's n- nothing, there isn't much that's... Uh, worse than dots <sighs> moving on moving on moving on we got uh young josh cove on the beat he just he said this one in uh one in late so well, let's see what he got what to do josh cove the better cove in the house 
Uh, prediction also might be a hot take. Browns, zero. Steelers, zero. Hot take. Odell Beckham has coronavirus. Yep, that's pretty much what I got. All right, out. Hmm? I think I might. I think we might have to get the uh, the legal team on that one. Um, yeah. Hopefully that does not happen. That would be uh, detrimental to the NFL, the Cleveland Browns, uh, Lakewood, Cleveland, Orwell, Ohio, uh, let's Rocky just hope River, that, uh, Rocky River, yeah, uh, Niles. Um, let's not forget about Mecca. Um, can't forget about wonderful Mecca, Ohio. Chagrin Falls. Chagrin Falls. <laughs> there we go. Roaming uh, Shores. Roaming Shores. Ashtabula, Ohio. Ashtabula, Ohio. So let's go, baby. Oh, I don't wait. think that's going to happen. I think the Browns are going to get the dub. Like, get out of here, Josh, with that slander. You know he uh, didn't have anything prepared. Game. He's like 0-0. Zero, zero. That was it. Um, oh, yeah, that was just... That was, Josh, that was like that last minute. What's that? Josh, can't say I'm mad. I'm just disappointed in you. You got better. You got better that was a late turn in by him, uh, so he procrastinated on that one. But uh, let's get to the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Kurt Hassey. Let's get to it, Kurt. Uh, let's get ready to rumble week six. We're heading to Pittsburgh. It's going to be tough. But like my good friend from high school, Matt Moto, you already know, though, the Browns. 35, Steelers 34. It's going to be stressful. We already know this. We know that Sandeo is going to give up the big plays downfield. It happens. It's whatever. But hot take this week. Obi Trice, real game, no gimmicks. More like OBJ and his three touchdowns. Oh, wait, I already said that. That ain't even too spicy, Kurt. Ooh, let me give you that sweet heat on the back end like a single barrel bourbon. Here we go. Donovan Peoples-Jones with a late third quarter punt return. Okay, with the mic, drop at the end. Let's go. <laughs> Call in the burn unit. That takes. Oh, oh, so, Kurt we got Moto, you already know though. Yeah, what, what, what a take! I mean, that was. I have my fiance Callie over here, and she is in absolute tears right now, listening to Kurt's take. Oh my I, god, that was great, Kurt. I don't know if you like you missed a calling of uh, being like a. Uh, sorry. Uh, making chicken parm or just saying the timer but Kurt I don't know if you've uh uh like miss a calling and being like a news reporter an anchor like I would pay Kurt to read me bedtime stories at night because it's just electric every time he has a voice like he he's he reminds me of the I'm not I'm not comparing you to a homeless guy but that one homeless guy with the golden voice that's Kurt yeah, you not. definitely did just compare him to a homeless guy. Absolutely, Gabe. Okay. I will not dismiss that. But yeah, Kurt, Kurt, definitely. What what a take, buddy. We love we love it when you contribute to the podcast. We're getting you on here pretty soon. You know, our our uh, our legal team couldn't get you on this week, but we'll shoot for next week, hopefully. And uh, hopefully, that chicken parm is as good as your uh, take. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, oh, big game, big, big, big game coming up. Um, I, I, am I, uh, am I, am I the only one that's nervous? Are you nervous at all? Uh, I don't think any Cleveland Browns fan goes into a game not nervous. True. Uh, that's we've just been so bad for so long, and it's nice to see a nice little change, Gabe, here. But my biggest thing going into the game is, <clears throat> excuse me, we wow. have to take away the Steelers. Uh, yeah, we have to take away the Steelers' run game. I mean, they got that dominant um, three-run, you know, th- three-running back tandem in the backfield with this, you know, leading off with James Conner there. They are just so dominant uh, at, at just running the clock out. And, you know, they've iced three games uh, so far this year by just running that ball and, and pushing out. So the Browns need to get the ball out of – essentially they got to score early uh, to, 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 to deviate Pittsburgh from going into that run game. Um, because if once they get that going, that's hard to stop. Um, so the Browns need to score early, Gabe, and take away, you know, the, the – that essentially that play action from Ben Roethlisberger because that, that run game has just been deadly this year. And that's why the Steelers haven't lost the game. Yeah. Um, also, I think they would have lost against the Titans if everything was regularly scheduled as planned. I think they would have been 4-1 just like us. But either way, it's a pretty even matchup. Like you said, the rushing attack is uh, pretty killer and so is the Browns. And it's up to the – uh, defensive line with TJ Watt and uh, who, are, but they have a good. I don't know who else they got, but they got a good defensive line, and and not to mention ours. And uh, the only difference I think really is is uh, two things: Ben Roethlisberger and Baker. Obviously, Ben's a veteran, and he's been around the uh, league for for years now, and has taken the Steelers to the Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl. And he's more experienced, so that's obviously going to help. And that, and then uh, versus the secondary, uh, you know, you got Sandejo and people in Cleveland are signing a petition uh, to get him out of the team. I don't know if you saw that, but he's that trash. That Browns fans that are starting a change.org uh, petition to get him off. But uh, And you also got to look at Minka Fitzpatrick. Joe Hayden's had a resurgence uh, ever since he uh, got cut by the Browns and picked up by the Steelers a few years ago. Um, and down to their line, linebacking core, like their defense, I think, is ranked third or fourth in the league. I'll have my intern get on that, but um, something like that. And speaking of Joe Hayden, uh, PFF uh, in Pittsburgh, he has the second highest coverage snaps per reception. Uh, in the league, and that's uh, among cornerbacks with at least 100 coverage snaps. So that's pretty. That's pretty good. Um, and Gabe, who who are you taking right now, Denzel Ward or Joe Hayden? Oh, damn, that's a good question. Right now, I'd say Denzel. I'd say Denzel. Yeah, I don't think you'd go wrong with either of those guys. Each, you know, they're both having a great season. Um, but yeah, Denzel Ward, he's, he's having, a, I think that's just a Homer pick because Joe Hayden has been doing well. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I would go with Denzel. So another question uh, uh, on the offensive side too, Gabe, on this game here, who would you rather have going into it? Ben Roethlisberger or Baker Mayfield? I gotta go with Ben, man. I, as much as I yeah. hate Ben, 
he he can just make plays just out of just nothing. He's about to get sacked, and you know he's huge and he's slow, but he can just escape the pocket and just get. He's just so slimy and and greasy to get out of that that pocket and make plays, man. And he he makes just uh, receivers around him better, like Claypool last game. He's a third round draft pick out in Notre Dame, and no one second or third, I forget, but he had three touchdowns, and uh, he's been explosive for the past few weeks in the, his rookie year, and down to Washington, and even like Juju, because in my opinion, I don't think Juju would be a good receiver anywhere else in the league. I think it. I disagree with that. I one hundred percent disagree with that. Last Juju, year he did. He, last year he had. Uh, uh, Doug Hodges and who's the other dude? That uh, yeah, uh, the guy who got hit in the head. Yeah, yeah, that, the guy who got hit in the head, and, and he didn't produce with those two quarterbacks. Rudolph, Rudolph. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. But those, those <laughs> yeah, but those two guys weren't that great. You know, they. I mean, they weren't really threaded in there with for Juju. I think if Juju was on the Browns, he would be having a great season. I think if Juju was. On the t- with the Tennessee Titans, he'd be having a great season. I think that's kind of overblown to say he wouldn't be good anywhere else. That it's just Ben Roethlisberger making him, because um, Juju is a good receiver. He makes good catches. Uh, I would say I, if he needs, um, how can I like compare it to somebody? I guess like OBJ. Like um, if OBJ was good with Eli, but then you know injuries. Uh, was a major uh, problem, but he had Eli there to like lift him up. Uh, and I Juju without Ben last year, I I just I didn't see him really producing as well. Um, yeah, quarterback. It's also it's, it's such a major drop off. That's that's such an un- yeah, it's kind of unfair because that's such a major drop off from Ben. But it's easy. To- it's easy for quarterbacks to make receivers. Um, you know, it's 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 easy. Like Peyton Manning, you know, he would always. <laughs> it seems like he could turn any crappy guy into a good wide receiver same with Tom Brady it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter whoever's on the team you know he they're able to transcend the wide receivers I think Juju is absolutely one in the top 10 for receivers um in my Ooh. opinion and I think he would be able to play uh you, you, you think that's crazy okay go ahead name name yeah top 10 I'm not saying he's one but I think he's in the top 10 of four receivers I have to disagree. That's not, name 10. Uh, no way 10 is, is better that, right uh, now. No way is that a crazy statement at all. I love how we're getting into Juju Smith-Schuster. I kind of right like Yeah. He's a top I, I would say he's receiver. top 15, top 15, top 20. Top 20? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's No, I disagree with that. Tweet it as Man League's pod if you think uh, Juju is being a top 10 wide receiver. Jerry. Jeremy tweeted. Okay, right he's now. a he's, he's a homer. He's Jeremy would agree with you. He's a home, he, he's a Steelers. That's what I'm fan. saying. <laughs> we we need to take Juju's absolutely a top ten receiver this year. I would I would go with that. Book it. Oh, this year, yeah, I guess this year he's been doing pretty good with Ben back, but um, that's what we're talking about. I'm even, not talking not all that, time. I don't know. What, what do you? <laughs> this There's so a, many receivers that have been Juju. doing better than Juju this year. Name name eleven of them. Well, I guess I'll start with our team. OBJ Jarvis. Um, who else I got? 
uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. This is kind of that's three. I, I feel like people are screaming at their uh, radio right now, like giving there you go. ones. Yep. Uh, uh, Mike Evans. Uh, dang. I'll come back. So before. I'll, I'll, yeah, it is, it's hard on the spot. That's it's what I thought, Gabe. Because Juju Smith-Schuster is a top ten receiver this year. Absolutely, I didn't say he was one, but he's top ten. Uh, hey, well, regard regardless, <laughs> though, I think I think Denzel Ward's going to have a good game against him, spying him. I think I think he has a good chance of shutting him down. Uh, but the biggest thing is, is the Browns need to take away that that run game, man. If they get that started, and the Browns, if the Browns come off you know if Pittsburgh gets ahead early that's going to be dangerous and and it's going to be a telltale sign can Baker lead the Browns lead the Browns back we haven't seen him do that this year right I mean yeah. we all, all of our wins have have been because we got ahead early and we've been able to uh you know utilize that run game Baker Baker might find game honestly Baker might find himself in a shootout this game and it's going to prove it's really going to show is Baker, you know, a, a, a great quarterback or not? Can he lead the Browns back if Pittsburgh starts off hot? Oh, no, most definitely. I, I kind of want – I mean, for my heart, it would suck, but I really do want a close game where it's like, okay, Baker doing a two-minute drill to, you know, mm -hmm. uh, bring, bring the Browns a victory, like a, a real close victory. That, that would show me that I'm confident – and uh, in a, that we have our quarterback, we have our franchise quarterback finally, because there hasn't been a situation where he had to uh, lead us back from any, anything. We've been up for the past four year, uh, four games, but uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, oh, <laughs> I just thought of that. Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill. That's two more. Are we still <laughs> on this game? <laughs> I just, no, I just thought of two more, but uh, yeah, Devontae uh, Adams. Uh I think also with the running game, man, if we had Nick Chubb, I know like it's wishful thinking, but imagine if we had Nick Chubb in the mix right now. And even though we've had, you know, uh, uh, almost a Tyree kill, uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, Dearnest, and, and, and uh, Hilliard, I, I think they can do good, but the Steelers like only let – like 68 yards rushing on the top of my head last week. But that was against the Eagles, though. But they did give up a really long run, like a 74-yard run in the early in the first quarter. And not 68, 68, but 86 total yards. And I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of just want to see how this Browns team can do against the Steelers defense. And I know the big test – leading up to last week was how would they act uh, against the Colts defense? And we dropped 30 mm -hmm. on them. So right. I guess we'll see how they'll act against the Steelers defense. Hopefully it'll be another 30-point uh, game. We, we've been scoring 30 points a game, like, for four straight games now. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's never a bad thing when you're putting up 30. <laughs> I know. The other as team. long as we're scoring Teach more than the next guy. Yeah, TJ Watt is, is going to be that. That's going to be an interesting matchup to see mm -hmm. what what he's able to do. We we got to keep him out of the pocket here. Um, I feel like he is going to get in there, pressure Baker, and you know that, that's 
a lot of times Baker is good, you know, on those on those plays that fall apart and he's on the run and the receivers break off their routes. But but when he's you know scrambling and stuff, a lot of times it seems like he struggles. So it's going to be interesting to see what uh, how, how you know if the offensive line is able going to stand up. If if you know I'm going to be singing the Mustang Lyman song mm. at the end of this game here. Did the lawyers um, uh, hear that? I I, I got to get an update on that. Um, okay. I'll circle back here maybe next week. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe next week we'll get it on um, if we can. But whew, man, I am so pumped for this football game. It feels like they've never won in Pittsburgh in my life. So hopefully we could uh, finally change that here. The last time they beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh was 2003, and that was the year before they got Big Ben. And so we haven't beat Ben since he's been on the Steelers. At Pittsburgh, and I, I hope. Oh three, what were we in? Like second grade second that grade? year, the yeah. fall. Yeah, fall Who's second hunt? grade. Miss yeah. Hunt, I was in Miss Hunt's class, not Kareem Hunt, uh, uh, his mom, but it was uh, just Miss Hunt. Um, oh I got in really big gotcha. trouble in Mrs. Hunt's class. I unzipped my pants and I pulled my pants down in front of the whole class. That's all I can remember. Let's go. LFG, baby. Let's go. That was a scandal. That was a scandal back in the day, but now we can talk about it on the podcast. It was because I was so excited that we beat the Steelers. That's why I pulled my pants down. That's, uh, that was – what, what an enthralling moment. Um, <laughs> Yeah, second grade. Shouts out Miss Perry's class. Colebrook uh, had it with Kurt, Cassie, Glenny Z, uh, Rimjobby Dorn. Um, yeah, great second grade class there. <laughs> LFG baby. Uh, so yeah, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. RJD, RJD baby, RJD, RJD. So I don't know, man. I. I think that the Browns could definitely I – can, I, I can just see the Browns coming out or laying an egg. Like, I, I could see both outcomes happening against the Steelers' defense. But, oh, man, I'm just, I'm just nervous for sure. I, I, the only thing that's really – if our defense was solid all the way throughout, then I'd be super confident going to this game. Because I know our offense can, take, uh, can go against a good, any good defense. Because uh, they statistically, the Colts are a better defense than uh, the Steelers. <laughs> but I, I guess time will tell, Young Ray. So this is this is going to be definitely a big test to see what Baker Mayfield is made of. Because I, I do see the Pittsburgh Steelers getting ahead early, and the Browns finding themselves in a shootout. And it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Can Baker? Um, essentially implement that uh, five-wide setup that he struggled so much last year with Freddie Kitchens' miserable offense. But can he spread him five-wide and do that in the pros? Um, this is going to be a great uh, a, a great thing to see him do, if, if that so happens. Some we should mention. I, that- I, Gabe, Gabe, it wouldn't surprise me if, our, if we don't have 75 yards rushing this week. I bet I, that would not surprise me. Mm-hmm. Some we should mention, though, is OBJ getting sent home early. That was the talk of Twitter today. Oh, yeah. And Josh Cove. And Josh Cove. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's anything serious. I think it's just, you know, under the weather type beat. So uh, everyone was jumping to the conclusion that it was coronavirus. But on a real note, what would you do if 
like the Browns, the Browns, uh, like facility got shut down and we got like our games postponed, like not like just this week, but like any other time in the season, what would you do? That would suck, man. But there's not much you can do. I can't. Really, I know I can't do anything. That. I just be like, oh, oh. I'm like, oh, you we're true. Hope that it, you hope that everyone was following protocol. Um, it's. I mean, it's hard to get mad at these guys if everyone's following protocol and you just get it. You know mm-hmm. that happens, obviously. But if if it's a case where they're breaking protocol, they're doing something stupid. You know, that's when you get mad. You know, you can't you can't really get mad at these guys if if they just get it somehow, some wakes that happens. So definitely worth talking about the NFL season could get shut down at, in an instant. That, that's that's definitely not off the table. Yeah. I hope it doesn't happen, but, it, you know, that, that's definitely a possibility. All right. Let's get to uh, our last segment. Big dub, big gal. We got our big winners of the week, big losers of the week. Uh, Ray, what's your big dub? When we're talking big winners, we're talking big dubs. We're talking big money. We're talking Conor McGregor coming out of retirement. Looks like he's going to fight Dustin. I can't pronounce that last name. Um, Not Dustin Fox, but, yeah, (laughs) January 23rd. And uh, our boy Conor McGregor, uh, he says he is apologizing to absolutely no one uh, for lying about retirement for the fourth time, it seems like. Yeah, he's going to be in Jerry World. That's where he wants it. Don't know mm. if that's going to happen. Uh, you know, I don't know if Drake and Future are going to release a second one at a time to be alive. But it's also wishful thinking. Um, man, Conor McGregor, all of his fights are absolutely electric. Uh, I, 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 I hope he fights again. It, it's always entertaining him coming out swinging. I definitely saw that company that he was going to come out of retirement. Like when he retired, I was like, mm, okay. Like, okay, yeah, sure, bud. Sure, bud. So, yeah, I'm not really, like, into the – is it UFC, MMA? What, what's, like – It's UFC. Yeah, it's UFC. Yeah, he wants to have it in Ed Jerry World, but they're probably going to have to change locations, <laughs> to say yeah. the least. Uh, I mean, he's looking for some big rings for sure. So so you're not a, you're not a big UFC guy, Gabe? Not really. Um, I'll watch – the highlights, like if it on tour, like oh, crazy knockout, like that one dude that, like that was uh, insane. Had yeah, like kick him. propped up and yeah. then kicked back, kicked him. That was sick. I just, I'm just not really into it to be honest. Yeah, I'm not really either. I used to be um, back when uh, Rampage Jackson, Chuck Liddell, Leoto Machida, um, uh, Randy Couture. Um, who else? I mean, um, man, UFC, Brock Lesnar, like 2000, I would say from 2008 to probably 2011, I was big UFC, uh, fights for all.com. I would stream them the day after. <laughs> nice. So yeah, I'm not, not big into it anymore, but it, you know, it's, it's fun when there's big fights, like when, when, when everyone's talking about it, um, mm-hmm. you know, like when McGregor fought, uh, uh, Floyd, that was fun. Uh, Did you, were you with us? Floyd. Were you with us at McGinty's when we watched that? No, I was, I was down south. Yeah, I was down in Trumbull County. Um, okay. But when like Pacquiao fought um, Floyd, that was wicked. Uh, it's, it's just cool when, when, we, it doesn't get talked about enough, but fights can be bigger than the NFL. If it, it's just, 
It, not, not, oh, not, yeah. not, not, not the extent, not 16 weeks, but fights are huge when you get those big names. I mean, yeah, I just wish night. there was more of it. Yeah, I love it. I, I just remember <laughs> being at McGinty's. I think it was Josh, Drensky, Kylie, and everybody was, like, rooting for Connor, and he was getting his, his ass whooped. And it was, and then when it was like unanimous that Floyd won, everyone was like, "What? What do you mean? Connor was in it? Like this should have been a split at least." I'm like, "Dude, did you not watch the same fight we were watching?" He was in, <laughs> but uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. Big Dub for me is another champion that got some big rings. LeBron James. Um, yeah, he got his fourth ring, uh, fourth Finals MVP. And he's the first player to do it three different teams to get a finals MVP on three different teams. He's the GOAT. Uh, and I honestly, I turned on the TV as soon as they won because I forgot it was on this past this Sunday. And I was like, hey, big shout out. Big dub. Big dub LeBron. But can I just get to yeah. my, big, my big L right away? Yeah, I, I was going to react to that. You know, just uh... – just glad that LeBron was able to get his fourth ring. Um, love to see him do great things. Um, love how J.R. Smith took off his shirt immediately. I thought that was pretty cool. But Gabe, what did you really get into the bubble this year? I remember when the bubble first started, you and Josh were kind of hating on me for not watching any basketball. Oh, but, yeah. When it first uh, started, when it, there was it was just the bubble going on and uh, nothing else really other than baseball, like – I was big into the bubble, especially with uh, Luca and your your, uh, your Portland Trail Blazers. I know you were a big yeah. Blazers fan. Big um, CJ McCollum guy. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't get into it. I just could not – just even though basketball is more legit than baseball, I just couldn't get it – I just couldn't get into it this year. But, it didn't, I mean, it didn't feel the right. ratings were just so – the ratings were just so down this year for basketball. I mm-hmm. I feel like I couldn't be the only one alone that just didn't care about the NBA at all. No. <laughs> you and know, crowning Le- a winner in October. LeBron whatever. didn't go zero dark 30, 23 like he usually does. So, he right. Was, yeah, he was active on IG. And speaking of IG, my big L is LeBron James Jr. When Talk he, about uh, it. Accidentally posted a story of him uh, smoking that Nuggets pack, and everybody was uh, scared for him and his life when LeBron came back. And when I saw LeBron's Instagram story, I'm back home, and there was like purple and and yellow, uh, purple and gold balloons hanging in his ceiling. I was scared for LeBron James Jr.'s life. Um, OBJ was on a live stream uh, for Call of Duty Warzone or something, and usually uh Bronny plays with obj or something and he said yeah he couldn't come on tonight um you know his ass was getting whooped um <laughs> that one video you sent me of the whole lakers team surrounding uh lebron's house coming home and taking the belt out to uh whip Bronny. so <laughs> yeah it's definitely like, definitely not gonna be uh crazy i wonder how lebron does handle that um, cause you know, he, 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 what was that in his movie? You know, he talked about smoking in high school and stuff too. So that's, I mean, that's LeBron did it. So he knows. So, but regardless, it's, it kind of sucks that it's a, it's that, that he, he's the figure that he is and 
at 14, it's posted all over the internet, but that's the world we live in today. So you just mm-hmm. get, you kind of got to deal with that. Smoking that Nuggets pack. That's that's just such a cool way to like say like your that that Nuggets pack, or like they were talking about in Ken Carmen today uh, about different weed names, um, gas, and uh, loud, loud. Kenny Kid did not like loud. He's like Ugh. nope. Loud, it's. I'm gonna smoke it loud so bad. Um, and speaking of which, uh, they were talking about Lima going to Vegas and hitting the ski slopes. Just let you know. That's besides the point. What's your big O? Um, game. Let's not rule out the fact that there is a. Um, a ski, a ski slope shop located right in the heart of Chesterland on 322. I noticed that the other day. Uh, maybe that's right why across the McDonald's. Decided, yep, that's maybe why Anthony Lima decided to. Uh, that's you know that's why he likes the slope so much because there's that shop right in uh, the heart of Chesterland. You know, my burner might have to tweet at him and be like, "Coincidence?" I know. I. I, I, have think, a theory. I think I might have a theory. I, might I think I might theory. have a theory next Thursday. <laughs> um, regardless, Big Al goes to uh, the Falcons. I mean, they, what what just a mess of a season they're having. Uh, Owen for whatever. Uh, Dan Quinn gets fired. The GM gets fired. They're just atrocious. Um, and also, uh, their facility just got shut down due to COVID-19 reasons. Um Falcons are having a real brown season this year. Nice to see mm-hmm. uh, someone else taking taking an L from the whole NFL. Ever uh, since Cleveland's not, so. ever since they blew the twenty eight three, you know nothing was the same. Uh, hey, three twenty eight, three twenty eight is a great day. My I add, um, you know, one <laughs> of the best days, one of the best days of the year. Um, it happens to be on Palm Sunday next year. Uh, yeah, three twenty eight, great day. Well, shout out to Jesus. He's he rose from the grave. Raymond was born on March twenty eighth, um, and yeah, March Madness, baby. Tweet us at Mansley Podcast. Does Jesus have two birthdays? I would say yes. And speaking of which, three twenty eight um, with the whole uh, you know Patriots being the Falcons coming back in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Browns yep. did that first uh, in twenty fourteen when they beat the Titans. Many people don't talk about that. Many, Gabe, I would agree. Many people do not talk about that. I was on my way. And that from... game is in the Hall of Fame. Brian Hoyer's jersey is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, because of that game. Big, Let's big not forget. I was on my way home from a boot camp listening on the radio to it going crazy. Thank you for your home. service. Oh, no, no problem. No problem. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, Falcons. Dan Quinn got fired. Uh, about time because I I didn't think they were ever gonna fire him. He he's been there for a minute and they just been gone off yeah. for the past two years and it was definitely time mm-hmm. to need change. They also fired their GM, so yep. I think they just like you know it's, uh they just gave out uh Corona just like one last time just to for a parting <laughs> gift. Yeah, Corona was out when the pink slips were being given. Gabe, what a great episode we had today. What a great uh, Better than Mondays, my dad. Friday. I'm, not drunk. I'm better than me being a drunk. Oh, 
Gabe, you definitely rallied. Very proud of you. Uh, you, you came with a decent hot take this week. Thank you. Um, I mean, you stepped up your game, buddy. That's what. Hey. That's, that's all we can ask here at Man's League Podcast. Had to do the digital dash. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, so uh, to send us out here uh, on the number one podcast in Ashtabula, Trumbull, Mahoney, Portage, Summit, Stark Counties, um, Let's continue the Football Friday funk with a little song. Uh, I, it's, it's, called, it's called Brick House by the Commodores. You guys know it. You guys have heard it. And the inspiration for this is because Ben Roethlisberger, baby, is going to be running into a brick house of Miles Carrot this week. Let's go. Let's go, Browns. Can't wait. Just can't wait to get a dub on Sunday. I am super pumped. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Man's League Podcast as always. As always, leave us a review. Give us five stars. Let us know how bad we're doing. Uh, Trevor, boys, girls, take it easy. Shook it down.